0: This episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast contains conversation pieces about COVID-19. If you would like further information about COVID-19 and the COVID-19 vaccines, visit cdc.gov. everybody, welcome to another episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast. And I am going to actually get straight to the point because I have a lot to cover. I have a guest coming on in a little bit. But if you are hearing again in the news, or maybe not hearing in the news, there is a very strange bunch of events that are occurring in certain states like Palestine, Ohio. And a couple hours ago, which made me jump to my man cave and start recording this episode today. Because I usually record episodes. I like to do it at Wednesday. I know if you're an earlier listener or one of my repeat listeners that I used to record on Wednesday, Thursday. I'm more, I'm more in line of doing it on Wednesdays now. But I am doing this recording. It is now 10.34 on uh, Valentine's Day. And I did all my activities with my family and my wife. So I am eligible and free to record right now. But a couple of hours ago, we had a report on I-10 in Tuscan, Arizona. It says, via report ABC 15, I-10 closed in South Tuscan. People nearby asked to shelter in place due to nitric acid spill. This is, I believe, the third or fourth accident with chemicals in a vehicle that are harmful. Tuscan, Arizona, a crash in South Tuscan has prompted a shelter in place request for those nearby after a nitric acid spill according to Pima County Department of Environmental Quality. The shelter in place order will remain in effect until for all individuals within a mile radius of the crash until further notice. And I was getting ready to take the news from the last couple of days and speak mainly about the Palestine-Ohio incident, which is very eyebrow-raising. It really makes you go, hmm, what the hell is going on? So when I heard about Arizona and this truck spilling with acid in it, I I was like, alright, I'm filming tonight. Now, we're going to get into the... Arizona thing and I'm gonna read you a little small clip it from the news that I have here because this is this is just crazy stuff. So I want to read it because I wanna be able to give you guys all the information, then I'll go into some details and I'll have my, my guests join in. Nearly two weeks after an Ohio train derailment resulted in dangerous chemicals being released, and this is from Western Standard News. Nearly two weeks after an Ohio train derailment resulted in dangerous chemicals being released into air, two more train derailments back to back on Monday. On Monday morning in Montgomery County, Texas, emergency crews responded to a train derailment. A man driving an 18-wheeler was hit by a train and was killed. The 18-wheeler was dragged half a mile down the tracks. A total of 15 cars were derailed in the crash. According to the Splendora Police Department, the train was carrying... Hazardous Materials, prompting crews in hazmat suits to arrive on the scene. However, it was reported that there were no leaks from any of the cars. Then later in the day, in Enro, South Carolina, a train derailed just after 1,600 hours, which is 4 p.m., Emergency Crews and CSX Transportation, the company that operates the railroads, were on the scene investigating. According to Fox California, CXX Transportation, the company that operates the railroad and emergency crews, were on the scene on February 3rd. A total of 50 train cars derailed and caught fire near East Palestine, which is Ohio. 20 of the 141 cars were classified as carrying hazardous materials, and 14 of those were carrying chemical vinyl chloride a controlled burn was done to prevent the train cars from exploding. The Palestine, Ohio, accident, which I believe was the first to set off all of these events of quote-unquote accidents, using air quotes here, they, this train derailed 20 of the 141 cars that were carrying hazard materials. Fourteen of those were carrying this chemical. And to stop the trains from blowing up, they did a controlled explosion or ignition to this vinyl chloride. Now, you may be saying, well, that's fine. You know, they didn't want the trains to blow up. No, that's, that's, that's actually not fine because this vinyl chloride is highly potent. And dangerous to people. And what's happening is they told people in a nutshell to basically, you know, like what they did in Arizona, they told them stay away from the area, leave the area if you can, and we'll notify you when it's safe. They ignited this vinyl chloride, and a big smoke was seen for miles. I think within hours, maybe a few hours, several hours, the safety and hazardous control and chemical control people told the civilians and the people in that area that it's perfectly healthy and fine to go back to their houses. And when people went back, pets were dead. Fish and ponds were turned over. One lady reported that her chicken that she had were all dead. With no signs of predators. But yet the group in charge of people's safety were telling people that they were eligible to go back. These people that went to control the accident intentionally set off this material. Yes, to stop the trains from exploding, but causing more damage to the area. What is going on? So, I got a couple of clips I'll play right now. Um, this is the first one. I, I found this pretty, uh, pretty interesting. Um, let me get this clip EPA up.
1: EPA advised that loads of vinyl chloride was dumped and then burned into the air above eastern Ohio. The same government agency that promised that the air near the World Trade Center was safe after 9-11 told residents of East Palestine that it was safe to go home, telling them the air was fine, and the water in a town where many people drink from wells was fine as well, safe to drink. And with that, thousands of people returned home, and then many of them started noticing some problems.
0: Those people that were noticing the problems saw exactly, basically (laughs) saw what I just talked about. So, what, you know, what are you telling people to go back to their houses for? And these people that return home were seeing dead animals. Now, if animals with smaller bodies and fish, fish are in the water. This is, this, 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 this chemical is vinyl chloride, has properties that latch to water and can contaminate the water. And fish were dying, but these people were told to go back several hours later, if not a day later. So, I got another clip I'm going to play right now.
1: Getting hasn't been very good, so let's talk about the trail derailment in East Palestine, Ohio. East Palestine is about an hour north of Pittsburgh, almost halfway to Cleveland. Norfolk Southern has a rail line that goes right through town, and this derailment happened right on the edge outside of town on the border of PA and Ohio. But the cars that crashed, fine for them, contain vinyl chloride. It's a monomer used to make PVC. From the reporting on this has gotten vinyl chloride confused with polyvinyl chloride, the polymer made out of vinyl chloride. Now, the reason that this distinction is really important is vinyl chloride is very hazardous and very flammable polyvinyl chloride is a plastic that's used in like everything. Another thing about vinyl chloride is that it boils at eight degrees Fahrenheit. So it's shipped in its liquid form, meaning that when these trains crashed and these started leaking, they weren't just leaking liquid, but they were spewing boiling gas. So vinyl chloride is really toxic. OSHA has the permissible limit of how much you can be exposed to it during an eight hour shift as a one PPM part per million average over eight hours. So prior to this, the biggest spill of this chemical was in New Jersey where one train car and about 23,000 gallons of vinyl chloride were spilled, but it didn't catch on fire. Now this crash in Ohio has five train cars. These kinds of tanker cars can carry between 25 and 33,000 gallons. Let's call it 250 to 250,000 pounds of vinyl chloride. That's per train car, five train cars, there's maybe a million pounds of this toxic chemical spilling into the ground and also boiling off into the air but then it caught on fire i think this is where the reporting is really bad because no one is mentioning what the byproduct of vinyl chloride burning is of the many byproducts of burning vinyl chloride one of them is hydrogen chloride hydrogen chloride is really unstable and latches onto water like just water vapor in the atmosphere and that turns into hydrochloric acid so right now, government officials, officials from the railroad, both the governor of Pennsylvania and Ohio, are calling burning off the million pounds of this stuff a success, but not mentioning that it means that we have hundreds of thousands of pounds of acid in the air, potentially. And how correct...
0: Do you guys hear this? This was one of the... I, I wish I have the the name of that person, but this was via Newsmax, where I, I ported the clip. This person broke it down that the officials there and the the leaders and OSHA and so on and so forth are basically saying that it was a success that they ignited this vinyl chloride and saved the trains from blowing up when in fact they're doing more damage than good this this is going to cause monumental disaster reported when people went back to the house that Animals were dying, and 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 in fish life were dying. Were dead when they got back. Now this stuff that they burn on purpose, control burn, is in the air now. So when it does in fact rain, that rain may be acidic. Not only that, it's said I've I've actually been trying to closely follow this, um, since I caught wind of it, and I'll get into catching wind about it in a second. But the the waterways lead. For miles and miles that this can contaminate not just the East Palestine Ohio area, but areas from miles and miles going into other states like Pennsylvania because they thought that this if this is what the truth is was the best course of action and you heard what the first gentleman said from NewsMac is that Max, is that, now that's where the clip came from both of them That these are the same people that told people during 9-11 it was okay to return to the area just days after the attacks of 9-11. And if you are a New Yorker listening to this podcast episode, you know, in fact, that years later, people are getting cancer from 9-11. I had a friend pass away from a 9-11 cancer. So what is going on? Now, a lot of people didn't hear about this. And if you remember my 8 Conspiracy episode, not a lot of people, and I've actually spoke to co-workers about this, who actually had no idea this was in fact happening until one of my coworkers said, I heard your episode, your podcast. I said, which one? So the 8 Conspiracy. It's pretty crazy. I didn't know about it until I heard your podcast. Coincidentally enough, I didn't know about it until I looked on Instagram and other pages that I follow that's very similar to mine, were speaking about it. So you had to do some digging and then eventually it got reported days later when an event with eggplants burning down accidentally should have been reported that day. Like this incident incident should have been reported the day of. But what were we busy reporting about? Unidentified flying objects, UFOs, or what the government likes to call now UAPs. And for whatever reason, the media didn't cover that story right after the UAPs, or vice versa. Like, they could have chose, like, let me report this substantial, catastrophic emergency that can have dire consequences on not just that area, but the surrounding area, the immediate areas to follow, and other states, and the water around there. Not one environmental activist... I've seen posts about how devastating this is. Like they do months ago about cars and airplanes and eating cow meat or meat in general. Everybody's quiet. The whole story was quiet. I didn't hear anything on the news about Tuscan, Arizona. I found it out on other fellow paranormal and conspiracy podcasts and pages on Instagram. It's not being reported. There's a big distraction going on via UFOs. Now I believe in UFOs. I've seen UFOs. And I think the release of all the, the release of the news of all of a sudden UFOs being shot down really makes me turn around to the episode I did on Super Bowl Sunday. And add something to the equation. I gave about four things I thought were happening and why this UFO stuff was happening. And I have to add something else to that, which I failed to add on Sunday. And that is distraction. They are using something that I feel is true. I believe there are UFOs. I believe that we have technology. Either we have technology that is very high-tech that we either created or we got from somewhere else, like Bob Lazar said, cross-engineering. Or something else is flying into our Earth, our atmosphere, and we're seeing it. But I feel like its we're doing stuff now to cause a distraction from what's going on. The chemical accidental spills, the eggplants burning down, documents being found... Pfizer being put on blast and being caught out there legitimately, whether you believe Project Versatile, Vasatile, whatever it's called, can I, I can't pronounce their name, but being put on blast, being caught out there, Pfizer being forced to put a word or documents or something out there because of their Project Versatile uh, report, tactic tactics, they put reports out about the ambush interview. And now we have major smoke screens trying to deter people from other things that are going on that are, in fact, major events. There's a lot of things that people should be looking at under a microscope that were said not too long ago. People should be saying, I told you so. But we're not documents being found the shots the adverse effects with the shots documents being found they said that already the the eggplant uh, the eggplant's going down chemical spills Epstein's client list which is rumored to be possibly being leaked big smoke screens going on major smoke screens going on conveniently at this time impeccable timing for all this to take place right now. I got another clip for you right here. Stand by.
2: Questions about this. Breaking news that just unfolded at the governor's press conference in Ohio after that evacuation order and chemical.
0: Let me give you details about this clip. When this first took place in Palestine, Ohio, East Palestine, Ohio, reporters have credentials to go to interviews or press conferences and conduct questions for their news report. It's they're also protected highly under the First Amendment. Now I want you guys if you're repeat listeners or new listeners, if you're not if you're new listeners, you're gonna have to go back and listen to some episodes, but if you're repeat listeners to my podcast, a couple of episodes ago I talked about government control. Social media brainwash. This all correlates with this story. And I'm doing a hell of a lot more conspiracies than I actually want to because I miss talking about ghosts. I was supposed to do an episode about Savannah, Georgia today. Or tomorrow. This reporter was protected by First Amendment rights and his credentials. What reporters do for every major event that happens, whether it be positive, negative, and this is what happened.
2: ...hazards order had been lifted. There was a dangerous train derailment just last week. Take a look at this. Our correspondent, Evan Lambert, had been in the middle of his report. He actually had to stop his report live on air because the governor had started speaking and they told reporters apparently to be quiet So we had to to stop his live report. Well, moments later, he was thrown to the ground by authorities, roughed up. He is handcuffed and arrested. As you're looking at this video now, you can see them speaking to him. But look, there he is. That's our reporter, Evan Lambert. He is on the ground. He is being put into handcuffs. And now they are taking him out. So he was trying to cover this press conference as it was happening. He was covering it from the back of the room. He was speaking quietly uh, in the middle of of rush hour. This is not normal. You don't arrest reporters
1: on the site of a man made disaster. News Nation reporter faces charges after arrest in Ohio governor's press conference.
0: This news reporter, Evan Lambert, I believe his name was, was from News Nation. Arrested because he was simply asking questions. Now, that's pretty crazy. Okay, in my opinion that's actually just diabolical and the fact of the matter is with this, in this regards to this reporter the powers that be don't like certain news outlets. They don't like certain people. People that I I believe that have high intelligence levels and speak facts. But without getting too much into politics, because I try to refrain from politics on my podcast, because I do have to talk about conspiracies. And unfortunately, within conspiracies, certain ones involve politics. But certain groups on the left don't like certain groups on the right. Certain people on the left define high public standing officials and stars and celebrities don't like the same doppelgangers from the right. They don't like stars, celebrities, and high political figures from the right. And... Sorry about that. But when it comes to the... News, I could say that from the left, you know, there's CNN, MSNBC, and then from the right, there's Fox 5, Newsmax, and Newsmation, and this reporter was from News Nation, I believe, and um, from getting that right, actually, and he was arrested, and he's being charged for some activity that he was legally and lawfully allowed to do. And I believe that he was arrested because they saw his credential, they knew his name, and they were like, Oh, this guy's from this news outlet, we gotta shut him up, because this was literally like hours or day, or what it say it said, after the events in East Palestine, Ohio. Now for all that to happen and the story not to get released immediately, and for people to have to dig for a substantial story for so I, I found out via social media. For something like that, from a reporter from a certain news outlet to get arrested, for you having to dig for something that should have been a major story, okay, something's going on and something's being covered up. And the simple fact that vinyl chloride was was purposely burned up that created a little mini black mushroom cloud and is having substantial effects with possible acid rain to come in the future... Leaking into the water supply there. And officials telling families and people that live there to go back, it's perfectly fine, raises a lot of question. Also, with the multitude of accidents from Ohio to Texas to South Carolina, following the same MO of having these accidents happen with chemicals in it, It really sounds like we're under some form of attack. And the attack is via chemical warfare. And no one's talking about it. And it's being buried. Like, big time buried. For me to have to dig. Now, I don't have TV. I have, you know, I have all apps. I have social media. I have, you know, streaming apps and things like that. But I follow tons of pages that report, that's supposed to report stuff. And I had to dig deep to find the Ohio stuff. When I did my episode about eggs, I had to dig deep to find those reports and report on it and even give a podcast about it. And it really feels like something is going on and it's not a foreign enemy. It could be terrorists, domestic terrorists, but it feels like the way their news is going, and how much of a coincidence this all is, that it's all happening with chemicals, that it's like our own people, forgive me for saying it, that are doing it. It's funny, too, when I reported something before, you know, before the Arizona story, I was reporting the Texas accident. Someone commented on my page, SWAB underscore podcast, which is short for the Say What Again Billy podcast, stuff like this happens all the time in Texas, My reply to him was, it was just impeccable timing with everything going on. And then hours later, something happens in Arizona. My wife didn't even know. I had to tell her. I was like, "I, babe, I said, we're filming tonight. Why are you filming tonight? I thought you were going to film tomorrow. I'm filming tonight because something else happened with a chemical and an accident. She goes, you serious? We were listening to the news today on, on, on doing our errands and another one happened. This is not accidental. Coincidental, maybe. Something is going on, something big. Now, you heard me on Sunday say on my alien invasion episode that I strongly believe that this is a distraction or to make somebody look good for what they didn't do. But now, with all this going on, I think they're using UFOs as a distraction. And no, I don't think that UFOs are fake. I do believe something else, is, something else is out there. And we're being visited by something. Too many reports. From the Tic Tac video to what I physically saw. To numerous reports and videos out there. We don't have that tech to do what they did. I re something on YouTube today. You're going to hear me speak about it, hopefully, in another episode. When I get back to getting off the conspiracy and talk about aliens and ghosts. I kind of miss it now. Like I said, I was supposed to do an episode about Savannah Georgia, the Marshall Townhouse. Marshall House. But all this is happening right now that, it, that it, I can't. I have to report. I have to do an episode on this. It, it falls into the conspiracy category. It falls into the category of government stuff, which is very... When you, when you talk conspiracy, you think about the United States government. There's a lot of stuff that goes on with the government. There's conspiracies about other things, like the Titanic... The moon landing, which again is affiliated with the government. Conspiracy about debts from mafia and stuff like that. But when you hear conspiracy, you think about the government, and something is in fact going on, because this is just odd. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to have a friend of mine. Not going to give his full name. He's going to just go by Max, my friend Max. He's going to join us. And we're going to give a little insight, and we're going to go into a little conversation... And try to further what's going on here. But this is crazy. And it's, it's not by accident. You just don't have four accidents with chemicals happen. And it not be reported immediately. We hear more about the earthquake in the, in the, in the Middle East. Than we've had about what's going on here. Which is going to have dire effects. Not just in Ohio, maybe not just in Arizona, but for other people in states surrounding where this stuff is happening, especially in Ohio. So here to join me on the Say What Again Billy podcast is my friend Max. I like to welcome to the Say What Again Billy podcast my friend Max. Max, how are you, sir? Hey, I'm doing great, thanks. How are you? I'm I'm doing all right, man. I just got to uh just got done talking uh heavily about what's going on in in involving these accidental chemical spills, and <laughs> you know, and then before that it was UFOs, and before that it was farms and eggplants basically going blowing up mysteriously, catching fire in the midst of the avian flu. So I wanted to have someone on that's privy to, you know, government policy, social studies, things like that. So maybe you can start with
3: telling us about some of your degrees in, you know, school studies. um, I have a bachelor's in history, a master's in education. Uh, So I do follow current events, even though I haven't taught for a long time. I wound up in uh, business and finance.
0: That's very impressive. I won't ask yeah. for for uh, privacy reasons on where you went to school and all that right. stuff. We'll it's
3: keep it very limited. Not. But um, we're with some to get... very well intentioned people, but they are the types that just go along with everything that they hear on TV as the official story. And, yes, uh, oh, I understand.
1: I, I guess I'm... there's
0: a
3: comfort level in that. I wish I could do that. <laughs> with 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 me,
0: I, I don't hold punches. Uh, this is season three for me, right. and I've I've held punches for quite some time. But with just with the current events going on right now. I feel that I really can't hold punches. Um, Yeah. I've, I've actually had podcast episodes where I refrained from politics, but in season three, there's so much going on that I have to not fully talk about politics, but I have to unfortunately add some things into the episodes
3: because they correlate with politics. I think this kind of transcends politics at this point. You could put the words accidental in quotes. I mean, not even just the ones you mentioned. There was also the baby formula shortage. I mean, other baby products that are gone. One of my kids is uh, is still a baby, oh. so I know it's hard to find this stuff. And the things you wouldn't even imagine, like just the, the bags for breast milk, the equipment that you use for the pumps. I mean, some of that was even hard to find. With, and, we're talking, and I and I'm. actually recall on top of that, um, like children's Tylenol. Right. You can't even get that. So, yeah, interestingly yeah. enough, the infant Tylenol and the children's is actually the same thing. You can use the same uh, the same medicine, just to alter the dosage a little bit. They've got mm-hmm. them all over the internet. You can find uh, ways to dose it out. Yeah, like the The infant is like one milligram or something, like or you know measuring
0: right. A it's cup, like and one point two five milliliters instead of one or something like mm-hmm. that. It's it's basically the same thing. Right. So it's just um, to start off, I uh, I just wanted to get your opinion on the whole. Last six seven days of the <laughs> UFO stuff.
3: Well, the interesting thing about it is, this is 2023 when everyone has cameras everywhere at all times. It seems like, and yet these objects are supposedly what the size of a car. They said, yet no one has any pictures of them anywhere. I mean, I, I find that very hard to believe. I feel like, it, it, you know, at this point, to quote the the Zoomers, uh, Pixar, it didn't happen. <laughs> I feel like this is just a distraction from anything from the Hunter Biden story to East Palestine, Ohio, which is one I've really been following recently, because I'm not afraid to say it's kind of terrifying. The, you know, vinyl chloride could be seeping into aquifers. I mean, I've got family that live in the Midwest and uh, the Ohio River feeds so many, uh, so many water supplies. It's, It's scary what this stuff could do. What's,
0: then, sca- what's scary, and I don't mean to cut you off, is the vinyl chloride? Sure. they, you know, told people to evacuate in Palestine, uh, Ohio, and then within just a matter of hours or even a day, they said, no, it's fine, come back home. And, and I talked about this just a couple, you know, a little while ago, is the fact that some people have pets and walk around ponds and rivers over there, and within returning... Couple of hours later, or a day later, they were finding chicken dead, uh, yep. fish dead, fish and floating in the creek. Dead these chickens. are the same people, part of the government that told everybody the area surrounding the 9 11 attacks, World Trade Center, that that area is perfectly fine. It's not going to damage your lungs, that you guys can come back and stuff like that. And now we see how many years later how many cancer-related illnesses
3: are caused from the 9-11 attacks after they told people, it's fine, go back to work. Right. I mean, the government, this is nothing new for for our government, I think for any government. I mean, I'm sure if the, if the Soviets could have covered up Chernobyl, they probably would have done so. But something of that magnitude is tough to hide, even back then without Internet. Now, I mean you don't get any media coverage of this event in Ohio, but you sure as heck are seeing it on TikTok, on Twitter, on um, all over social media, which is one of the blessings about the internet, I think, that regardless of people's political stance, although you do have a few idiots pointing fingers at each other, people are just getting the word out, which right. definitely helps a lot. That is one of the beauties
0: of social media. Now, to go back to the UFO subject real quick, I have to kind of rebuttal um something so i have a friend and every week or every two weeks he happens to be my barber and every week that i sit there every two weeks when i go for my haircut we have the same conversations and it's literally either about COVID 19 politics that he follows and then ufos so one week he believes in ufos and says yeah you know there's something up there but he's 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 grown very religious he's he's undergone a metanoia so if you're religious Hmm. you know what that is and he's basically saying that whatever it is, it's made from God, it's made from Jesus, whatever. And, you know, that's what's flying around up there. But they have nothing on, on the big guy. And today I got text messages from him that all the UFO stuff is fake. It's the government, so on and so forth. So today, you know, I I, I was like, listen, I don't even want to talk about it with you because you go back and forth. It's like kind of a, a seesaw with him. And I was watching some videos from what the Navy Air Force I believe it was on YouTube, and it was the actual pilots that flew the uh, reconnaissance mission when they picked up the sonar blip off the coast of California for this Tic Tac. They labeled the video the Tic Tac video. And they, speaking firsthand, said that this thing was doing things that are not normal. It it came from 60,000 feet in the air and it dropped down to 30,000 feet. And then when they went out there, they were tracking it, and it was submerged in the water. And when they flew over it, they could see the object under the water, but the very top of the water was boiling. And then at that point, when the two fighter jets were flying closer to it, whatever the object was, kind of knew that they were there. And what ended up ultimately happening is the object came back out of water And just like vanished in front of them. Now, these are very reputable people. I feel that military people, especially ones that fly airplanes, are very knowledgeable and they have to be very intelligent in a large, in a large aspect of, of a large array of things Mm -hmm. from mathematics to aviation to all that. And then all of a sudden, when they kind of like flew in a circular motion, trying to just catch and gather where this thing went, it reappeared. Now, I don't care what people say, in my opinion, about what UFO is, it's something in another government. I don't think, and I've said this, and I'll reiterate it, there is no country on this Earth that has technologies to basically reappear like it, like it's it's Star Wars. Well,
3: for one, I mean, I'm going to go out there and say, now this is going to sound like tinfoil hat stuff, but I, I do think our government has more technology than they let on. I believe but that, and I'm. I don't think we're alone in the universe. I think there is something out there, but like I said, here's the tinfoil hat part. How do we know these were actual pilots and not just actors? I mean, we have accusations whenever there are false flag events of crisis actors. I, I mean, I don't know these guys personally. For all I know, they could have just been actors hired off of, of I don't know, Reddit or anything. Uh, like I said, you could call it tinfoil hat stuff. You could say oh wow i never thought of that i mean it's there's so many possibilities out there my thoughts are i i believe that the ufos were from you know extraterrestrial sources until recently when it started being you know on the news it started being more widely accepted i feel like now it's a convenient distraction not to say they don't exist but this current bunch I mean, even there are some home videos of of different objects in the sky. And I'm thinking to myself, well, those could be drones. There are some pretty interesting drones out there. And I'm sure, like I said, the military isn't going to tell us everything they've got. You know, you never a good magician never reveals all their secrets. Right. So, you know, you can take that with a grain of salt. You can take it and laugh. It's up to you. That's just my thoughts on it well I I, I I think there is UFOs, dude I, I honestly
0: think I you know because there's just too much stuff that if you're in a, a paranormal enthusiast and this is something that I like you know this oh, yeah, is they're out
3: there something this is
0: this is something that I've liked since I was a kid and I've just took a liking to it where i've I've studied and my free time consisted of looking at ghost stuff, UFO stuff, folklore all that and this goes back to a long time ago where if anyone spoke of aliens or UFOs, you were automatically labeled a lunatic. And now yeah. not so much. And this goes back all the way to one of the first documented real cover ups that everyone knew Roswell. was government was Roswell. Right. And then what spawned <laughs> from Roswell was a gentleman by the name of Bob Lazar. And Bob Lazar, everyone thought he was crazy when he came out. He had his like, you know, five, ten minutes of fame years and years ago, and recently became more popular because of a uh, UFO, uh, UFO enthusiast and journalist named Jeremy Corbel, Corbel, mm-hmm. And they made a documentary about him. It was on Netflix. And what Bob Lazar said in a nutshell was he was working in a substation military base that was around the area of, of Groom Lake um, in Nevada, uh, where area 51 is substation. And he was in works with other people, and he was working on things that was cross engineering or, you know, taking technology and, and cross engineering it. And he said the technology that he was working on was nothing he's ever seen before. And he's seen things there f- that were not from this earth. And he also claimed to see some extraterrestrial, you know, p- type things. And mm-hmm. he said it back then, people thought he was crazy. And now what we're seeing is a very large uptick in UFOs. The largest uptick in UFO sightings since the 70s, where during the 70s, things were booming. The the people were seeing UFOs left and right.
3: Well, and if you, you had took that... some of those drugs, you might have seen UFOs too, but that's a whole other story. Yeah, that's a whole other story. <laughs> but, the,
0: but the truth of the matter is there was very, very large sightings during the 70s. And right. there was also documented abductions where one of them, It was was kind of proven by the psychologists that analyzed them. And that was Betty and Barney Hill. And then we have the famous story of Travis Walton, who was a logger in Arizona, which is a UFO hotspot that was taken for five days. There was a uh, polygraph test given to everyone he was working with that witnessed it that day. The polygraph test came back. Everybody was telling the truth except for one that they suspected because he had a rough history. And it, it came back inconclusive on one part. And then he came back and he was taken by uh, a secret group of people because they didn't want it to get out. The cops there weren't notified. And he legitimately was telling the story of what happened because when he came back, he didn't have recollection. So the psychologists interviewed him from a news group and he basically, through hypnosis, was able to recall his encounter. And he, too, passed everything. They drug tested him. They took his blood for alcohol. Everything came back negative in that aspect that would influence such a a tall tale. And these are stories that make you wonder you know that hey stuff is going on from catalina island off the coast of california where the tic tac video was probably filmed there's an island with high high ufo activity off the coast of california called catalina island in alaska there's a bunch of ufo sightings and that was before this past couple of days where one was shot down in alaska there's a whole bunch of things going on for quite some time and now i understand the concept of people saying that we're using it as a scapegoat and a, and a distraction, which I agree. I right. said, I said, that's, I said that's that, what
3: I mean. Not to yeah. say that these events aren't real or didn't happen. I, to the contrary, I absolutely believe them, but the timing of it is just a bit suspect. In, it's impeccable, right? It's, yeah, with, with all I, the, the accidents, like we said in quotes, and more people being sick from uh, a recent medical treatment that was forced on uh, a lot of members of our population it's just the timing of it seems to be really interesting that's that's my my reason for my skepticism
0: no i, I agree i just i honestly my, my my i had to change i didn't add certain things on when i did the episode on sunday cuz i had to speak on sunday during the super bowl filming. So i wasn't really watching to be honest with you um and to be honest with you this this kind of what's going on now cuz uh, you know the reason i'm filming today and i spoke about some things prior to having you join on is the fact that the Something happened recently, a couple hour ago, hours ago in Tuscan, Arizona, right. and with the same thing, with chemicals spilling out, and these people are being told to uh, evacuate the area, area vacu- vacate the area, and, you know, it, it's, it's just like, okay, and then they're using the UFO thing as, as, a, as a scapegoat, and what I think strongly now more than ever um, just few days, few days after filming on Sunday, is that I believe they were just waiting for the right time to talk about UFOs. I think the government, yeah. I think the government knew about it. I think they knew mm-hmm. they know something's going on, and they waited for twenty twenty during COVID, which I talked about, which is impeccable timing to release something like mm-hmm. that. Not mm-hmm. many people were were all excited about it for the simple fact they were so concerned with COVID. And now all this stuff is going on. We don't have any answers to why this is
3: happening, you know. And I mean, it's it's also that you mentioned the big game a couple of days ago. I don't know if you caught that commercial for U2 where it looked like aliens were landing. I don't know. There's a whole lot of uh, a whole school of thought out there about what they call predictive programming. Kind of like when the Simpsons do something and then it just happens to, to happen in real life. Right. Uh, that's just one example of it or how there were hints in movies to, to Corona and then COVID happened. And now you have a commercial during one of the biggest sporting events. Well, probably the biggest in our country. One of the biggest in the world, right? At least the Western world, I digress. And, you know, you see aliens landing uh, and or, or about to invade. And it, it turns out to just be a U2 thing. Well, it's almost like they're desensitizing. Utilities. It is
0: a little funny because, you know, during the pandemic, everybody resorted to, Going to a park and walking because that was allowed, and um, you know, thank Some you to places. the government for allowing <laughs> us to walk outside. Um, but there was also everybody resorted to video games and Netflix and all the applications. And on Netflix, there happened to be coincidentally a movie on Netflix that was about a virus outbreak that had very scary similar similarities to. What I remember was going, that. I don't yeah, remember the it, name of it. And yeah, I forgot the name of it, too. I remember seeing it. I didn't watch it, but um, because I had a routine, believe it or not, for the four or five months of complete lockdowns and all that stuff. My routine, you know, was whatever. But my routine didn't consist of watching too much Netflix. But I came across it and I'm saying to myself is this movie was it was new. It had released during the pandemic. And I said to myself, what are the odds that a movie like this that really is oddly similar
3: to what's going on was coincidentally dropped during covid? Oh, I remember the one you're talking about now where they were, I think it was Los Angeles that the trailer had the people putting like set us free or something like that. I
0: vaguely remember the trailer. I just remember seeing it and reading the like synopsis of it. And it was just kind of ironic that that was released because that means they had to film it, you know, right before everything. Exactly. Planning it. Yeah. So I, I don't, I don't know, man, but to get off the UFO stuff right now, um, do, you know you you know your history a little bit better than I do max and um, I wanted to ask you do you think that this is our own people doing this and then coincidentally saying it's accidents and then there's people I actually posted something on my IG page and someone said it's very common for this to happen and I said I okay so. well it's it's common it's common for it to happen it was talking they were talking about the Texas uh, truck you know, Hitting the railroad or something Because something happened in Texas But it was a little less um, A little less crazy or, or to the magnitude of the Ohio one But I said okay And then hours later, Tuscan, Arizona Chemicals in it and they're evacuating the area And I says, well that's not very un- That's not common That's not common for three or four of these to happen Within a two, three day span So do you think that this is being
3: I planned? think so, I think it's it's the means to some end I mean, if you want to go far enough back in history, take something, people talk about Pearl Harbor saying the government knew or uh, the Kennedy assassination. You can go even further back. Remember the main, you know, the Spanish-American War. Did did a Cuban national really blow up our battleship or was it done just to get us involved in the conflict that would benefit some people because, you know, they were at the, the higher end of the uh, of finance and they'd be and didn't that come back that we did in fact do that like isn't there documents showing that we did um i don't recall offhand but i just i've always considered it an example of you know sarcastically saying sure you can trust the government i mean i'm not going to say that everything that you're told out there is a lie i'm sure there's a, a drop of truth to some of it but when things like this happen you have to wonder who's doing it and why are they doing it And it's almost as if the the people in power currently just they want us to be more dependent upon them for food, for gas, for shelter. I mean, what's interesting is that, you know, it's stuff that the general the the majority of the population generally needs. It's meat processing plants. It's egg factories. It's never uh, a tofu plant. It's never a soy plantation or you know, something where they're growing insects to, to use for food. It's never an electric car factory. You know what I mean? It's just, it's interesting how certain segments of the population are more affected by these uh, quote unquote accidents than others.
0: Well, I'm glad you said, I know, and I know you haven't been able to, you know, I, and I post a lot of st- a lot of content more now than ever. And I, I did an episode not too long ago, it was called government control. And I actually just, I everything you touched on there, I said in that episode. I ah, haven't heard it. That's why. <laughs> yeah, they no, no, and that and that's perfectly fine. I'm glad you actually repeated it because I said they're trying to take they're they're going after the stoves. Well, if you do away with with gas stoves or you try to lessen the load of gas stoves, right. now you can't cook. Now they control
3: your your exactly. Ability. They the, control the goal is to make to everything cook. electric. And then, if you say the wrong thing or post the wrong thing, we can just click a mouse, shut your power exactly. Up for a few days. And same thing goes. And, you for know, the car. Let's get and you it's... thinking the way everyone else wants you to. Right.
0: Think. The same thing goes for your cars. Right. The same thing goes for your your bank account. There's been a lot of reports in the last few weeks of people checking their account and magically missing money or seeing a zero balance or making a transaction via Zelle and sending money. Some somebody at my job recently that came in there as a contractor to do work told uh, while he was doing the work and I was overseeing what he was doing. I was having a conversation with him and he says, I sent my sister $220 and they are telling me that she never got, she never got the $220 when I have the receipt that said she received it and it came out of my account. And I'm, I'm trying to tell them, and this was a couple of weeks ago that that happened. And that's very scary. Because if everything oh. is as via internet and electricity,
3: they have more control than they should have. That's why they're aiming for, you know, a cashless economy, too. The whole thing during COVID of, well, there's a coin shortage. We want you to do things in credit. We want you to do things digitally, electronically. I think a lot of the, well, the people who are more into this stuff the, that used to be called conspiracy theorists, now I, I don't know. I, I feel like they've got a crystal ball, some of them. With how much of the stuff turns out to be right in the end, what they call normies—you know, the everyday folks that just kind of watch, you know, news reports and believe everything that they see and hear on on CNN or ABC or whatever or, or Fox for that matter—they um, don't realize it. I think, but we're at a point where we're kind of being run by comic book villains. I think that's the best way to. No, I yeah, I I, I I I I I agree. You have the, a disaster like uh, Louis said, like the one in Ohio, and just the fact that there's been no response, no Red Cross, no you know donate here. All these groups that were supposedly environmentalists, PETA, you know, Friends and of and the, the Earth, and right, yeah, be the, the WWF,
0: the Wildlife, yeah wildlife the people uh, that
3: went crazy over the oil pipeline that was being built the the Keystone XL yeah, Greta Thornburg is nowhere to be found. found yeah nowhere to be found it's and, just and it's interesting
0: now i i i don't and and you can you can plead the fifth on this i won't um you know it's it you talk about timing and 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 things like that and this is part where i i warned at the start of my episode that i have to touch on politics
2: yeah sometimes there's
0: again. there's A lot of stuff going on with the sitting president right now, and I won't give my opinions on him, but I've mentioned (laughs) some some opinions in other episodes. But I I have to say that the timing, because of all the documents that were found, the timing that the 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 inflation and and the lying from his press secretary plays a very big role in what's going on right now. And I'm I'm sorry to say, but it's the God's honest truth.
3: No, it's true. I mean, I feel like the, the, the parties at this point in our country are basically the same thing, that whenever one is in power, the other just shifts to being controlled opposition. The, the whole point of it is to keep people divided, keep them angry. That's why I mean, I, I remember when I was a kid about 30 years ago, you didn't really hear people talk about racism much. I mean, my friends were all different colors. Now it's everywhere. People obsess over it the whole point seems to be just to keep people divided, to keep them angry at each other. Because while your eye is on your neighbor, the bankers are, you know, robbing you blind or the politicians. And, and and what makes, what makes things interesting too, is what
0: the media chooses to, to report. You know, it's like they go on this rhetoric that it's certain races that commit certain crimes and, you know, mass shootings and this and that. But when, a certain other race or group do something like that, it, it quickly it's gone. become. it's not, yeah, it's not <laughs> yeah. aired as if it was, you know, John Smith goes in and shoots, uh, you know, 60 people. It, it's totally different. And that, and that's part of the problem because you you tell this story to someone that's kind of on the left and they're like, no, 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 that's not true. That's not true. But it really is true. Cause you don't see the reporting as if it was, you know, vice versa. Right. And that's I part mean, of
3: the problem. And people my, don't realize my views are just slightly right of center. And I'd, I'd say there, there's an element of it to both parties. I mean, we were talking about the uh, the shots that were forced on people before for COVID. And a lot of people forget that while most of that force came during this administration, it was the last one that, that started the vaccine program. I exactly. mean, I remember the last president talking about his big, beautiful vaccine that was coming out. So I feel like there's there's and he was booed heavily by his followers about. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's a lot more connection between both sides. Ohio has has a Republican governor, I believe. I mean, I feel like the the two of them just, you know, like George Carlin said years ago, it's a big club and you ain't in it. The yeah. two sides pretend to be at war with each other. But once the cameras go off, I think they have a good laugh and pour a couple of drinks.
0: One of the red flags with the whole COVID thing is it, it really should have been the, the the sure fact that you weren't able to do, be, sue anybody. And now what, what I find very, you know, it makes me angry is that people were let go from their jobs and the jobs right. the companies chose to enforce the mandate of the vaccine when they could have went jobs from the military. Yeah, they could have been they could have did the testing weekly, which was an order by Joe Biden. And that was part of the order. A hundred or more people in a corporation do weekly testing or get the vaccine. And corporations, unfortunately, went straight to the vaccine. Now, a lot of people that were forced to left forced forced to leave are eligible to come back or get hired without the vaccine. So if I was one of those people that left my job and didn't take it, I would be very mad. I would look for legal action. I'm like, you guys, it's literally <laughs> right. a year and a half ago, two years ago, why did I lose my job when right now it's perfectly fine and people are still catching COVID and still people are catching COVID with the vaccine and, and dying. I saw a study not too long ago that the death rate with people with COVID and vaccinated was higher than the year before, before the vaccine was really out. And that would really infuriate me,
3: you know? Right. I mean, it's it was just more about obedience than anything else in the end. I mean, Look, I, I was working at the time in healthcare when this all started, and um, it, it was real. I, I, I know there are people out there that say, no, oh, it was just the flu. Oh, no, the first couple of months, it was very real, and there was a lot of death from a lot of places, I, especially and I in, always, in our state. In Max, York. I always say that. I always say but that. Once I, things carried out a little further, and you know, most of the people that were going to, to pass from it seemed to have done so. It became more about the obedience, more about, you know, how far can we push the cashless society? How far can we test this uh, elements of what some people are calling this great reset? I mean, like I said, you could look at it as conspiracy nonsense, but these guys seem to be right. You know, well, there's a meme going around on the Internet where people put quarters in a jar that says Alex Jones was right. Yeah, I've I mean, seen it. And, the guy it, is bat nuts, insane by many accounts, but he's been right a concerning amount of times. More than yeah, I, I don't agree with what he
0: said with the school shooting. I think oh, that was no, that was it, it happened. People people lost their kids, and that's right. extremely sad. And as a father myself, I I I would be infuriated if he said that too. Oh yeah. But exactly. there's a lot of things that he said, even that even stupid things about frogs and being in cross gendering frogs or things like that that have wow. come true, and that's like random shit, and he it literally came true. So and the COVID was real, and I wasn't I was working at a hospital. Right. I've told this story many times. I've seen it. I've seen people. I've seen the trucks, the freezer trucks. I've seen people getting wheeled out every day. I've seen two trucks, three trucks, and then the complete parking lot was filled with four or five trucks. It was scary stuff. I'll never say that COVID wasn't real. But I will say that after a four or five-month period when things died down, they continued to overkill it to a level where it destroyed people's lives, businesses, and even families. And that's not cool.
3: Exactly. I mean – my, one of my kids, was, uh, he was young, just starting school at the time. The, the mask thing really screwed him up. It had, a, it had a really tough effect on him and a lot of his classmates. I mean, I went to a parent-teacher meeting and was told that uh, in, in his school, the, the kids that are moving up to the next grade, there are 89 of them, and about half, I think they said it was about 42 of them, have what they call an IEP. An individual, an individual education program, meaning that there's some sort of issues going on. Now, it's not to say it happened because of COVID, but there are so many other things going on right now that couldn't factor into it. I just feel like when we were kids, you didn't see this that much.
0: No, absolutely yeah. not.
3: Absolutely not. And Oof. a lot of the stuff that
0: the people, I guess you could say, in the middle or on the right were saying that were that were ridiculed or banned from posting – that everything that they said for the most part came true from the masks yeah. to the doctors that were, right. that were being, um, you know, censored that, you know, now there's these hearings where they're, they're asking Twitter executives that were working on the board. Why were you banning people that went to Harvard and Yale doctors there that for speaking their professional right. opinion, like Robert Malone. <laughs> yeah. They asked, they asked these people that were being on this, like this board or this little trial that was going on recently and one of the people asked uh, one of these former Twitter workers that, "What is your? Where is your medical de- medical degree? Where did you get it from?" And she 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 responded, "I don't have one." Exactly. And then that woman went off on her like, "So what gave you the authority to actually ban and censor people that actually do have a a, a master's, you know?" And 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 it was just fun to watch because I had said this to many people. These are doctors. And 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 my responses from friends of mine that were on the left was, no, this is those of doctors are pushing the, a false agenda and stuff like that. And now what's happening is all this stuff is coming out. And now we have legit chemical leaks and, and a major
3: distractions via <laughs> UFOs, whether they're real or not, to the chemical the, leaks. The to... problem with science is that these days you have to spell it with a dollar sign in the beginning. <laughs> yeah. It, it's just like I said, it wasn't even just COVID and the psychological effects on kids. If you look at it, we're we're being poisoned. I mean, the fertilizer that grows our food has uh, mycoestrogens in it. If you go to other countries, you you don't feel the same. You don't feel the same way when you eat the food over there. Well,
0: I'll tell you that if this, you go thanks.
3: to Europe, if you go to to Asia, I mean, medicine works different. Food is different. It's the farmlands being poisoned. The water is being poisoned. It's uh, it's scary stuff because you're getting to a point where there's almost no way around it. I, I mean, people were talking about the egg situation where well, uh-huh. we get our own chickens and then, you know, look at Ohio.
0: <laughs> yeah, I did, I did. I did an episode.
3: It was titled They're Keeping Us Sick. And
0: I did a lot of research and I actually had my wife come on because she has, a, you know, uh Degrees in in biology, and she was a former, you know, fitness instructor, nutritionist,
3: and all that. I think I need to listen to more episodes of this. Podcast. Yeah, <laughs> I did talk about this, and and
0: she, you know, she gave a, a very good twenty to almost thirty minutes uh, of her time talking about this stuff. And we can't the 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 United Kingdoms. There's areas in Europe that will not even take our meat to sell there. Right. There's candies and and things that Skittles. we see here. Yes, yeah, titanium
3: dioxide.
0: Skittles, uh, mashed potatoes, I heard that in Albania now, almond joys, you cannot eat almond joys there. It's literally insane. And I go to delis around my neighborhood that sell chocolate that's that I, I used to call it Irish chocolate from a teacher that would give it out to us for being good in class. And it's imported. And in the back, there's, you know, obviously different languages. And the chocolate that you get, this imported chocolate, actually tastes way better and a lot different, more pure <laughs> than, than than the chocolate that's made here in, in, in Pennsylvania and in Hershey and right. wherever Cadbury is making chocolate here. It so tastes really, natural. Whereas our stuff is just packed with artificial sugars and flavoring. Well, the, the the cows are eating the grass there that's not tampered with, as opposed to the cows eating the grass here that's filled with shit. And then when you get the milk for the chocolate, that's that's what you're getting. And that's... I'm going
3: to take it a step further, not even just the chocolate. So, you know, gummies, right? Fruit snacks. The the uh, gelatin? Uh, kids love them, yeah. So we bought, you know, my, my son was asking for them, put them in my lunch. I want them for a snack. Okay, sure. So you get a little pack, five or six of them. And we noticed he when he got certain... Certain ones he was having behavioral problems. I think they had Mario Brothers or something. I look in the ingredients. There's red number forty in it. Red forty, very bad. Has been, yeah, it's been connected to you know to mental issues. So we said let's change it up. Got him another one that's all natural ingredients, no, Any? you know, numbered stuff. No, nah, I, I I think they actually had Sonic the Hedgehog on it. So I was surprised that the ingredients on it. He asked for it. I said, you know what, let's give it a shot. I think the, the worst thing in there is corn syrup. And that's not even that bad, honestly. So he tried it and instantly it, it was like you flip the coin. No more issues, no more problems in the afternoons, no more behavioral problems, no more episodes. It, it's it's crazy. I mean, and, and you, you think that how many people out there are medicating their kids because they just don't know this. Because they think, oh, it's it's not possible that that you know a color in a drink or a color in that's, food could he, be so hurting my kids. That's the problem. Is is that they we were like,
0: groomed to believe right. that things were good. The food pyramid is completely wrong, and they just revamped it. And Joe Rogan was called crazy for not only <laughs> for not a, Lucky not only Charms the, are healthier than eggs, so make yeah, sure you get your Lucky Charms. He was ridiculed for not only the uh, <laughs> what is that 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 he was taking the horse to, and I, I that now it's oh, uh,
3: ivermectin. I, he was ridiculed. Which here about, they say is for horses. But if you go to Mexico, you could just buy it in a pharmacy. for. A right.
0: They, he was ridiculed for ivermectin. He was ridiculed for the, the, the pyramid talking and, and and talking about veganism. And he was ridiculed about talking about the, the the meats being more healthy. And now, you know, we look at the food pyramid now and, you know, they're saying some people because not everybody, because there's some people in the government saying Fruity Pebbles are healthier than eggs. <laughs> you know, coincidentally, weeks before the eggplants start burning up, that was when that was announced. So, the, hey, hey, there's, yeah. there's, a wink, wink, right there.
3: Well, as but, long as we don't lose our fruity pebbles factory, right? We, we, were we were groomed.
0: We were groomed. We started in the '60s and the '50s where they were telling people to smoke cigarettes while you were pregnant, telling them that milk right. was is good for you. And then you know, these parents today are just they let their kids eat everything, and that's why the obesity problem in the United States is at like a sixty percent race, uh, a sixty yeah. percent mark where that sixty percent of Americans are overweight. And now the kids. You fill then, the you know, kids it's with even, poison. Even mm-hmm. worse with the kids now is that they went through this COVID stuff, and the suicide rate in kids oh, yeah. has spiked in the last few years. And they're trying to blame everything else. Literally, go on Google and type in "Why are people dying?" and they blame everything else except COVID, except right. the vaccines, climate except change. the lockdowns. <laughs> everything is climate change. What used to be global warming, but they can't say global warming because it's not warming.
3: Crazy, right? Absolutely I mean, it's crazy. not to say climate isn't changing, but you know, as I've explained to people, we've been keeping records since about 1860, and the Earth has had weather for about two billion years. I mean, not exactly a big sample size. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We, we could be wrong on a few things, but yeah, could it be changing? Absolutely. Is it getting warmer? Sure. And the, and the main problem. I mean, the it main this problem, is a great winter if you don't like shoveling. At least I over
0: love here. it. This winter, but, I, I knock on wood, dude. Knock on wood. I hope it remains
3: exactly the same yeah i don't feel like doing any shoveling this year but before we conclude um
0: you know a lot of a lot of stuff is 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 going on and you know it's just impeccable timing so you know Um, i I just wanted to say thanks for
3: having you on with all this with all all the knowledge give any advice at least from where what i've seen with my own family and my own friends and their families The best thing to do for the kids is, you know, stop filling them full of poison, give them something natural to eat, let them go out and play and try to limit the screen time because the less poison that you put into them, the better the outcome is going to be. I mean, otherwise you, you have situations where people are, you know, using technology to cut themselves off from the world. They're living in their own little world. They're eating poison. They're drinking poison. And then we wonder why our society has turned into a psycho incubator when people go postal every few days. You, you're not lying about it's, that. I mean, I could, I could probably fill a whole other one of your episodes on that, but that's all. I won't get into that topic because I know we won't have the time. But You know
0: what? <laughs> I actually want to say, well, before I, I'm i going to say thank you again, but hopefully, I, you know, this season three has been filled. I You know, season one and two of my podcast was a lot of alien stuff, a lot of UFOs, a lot of ghost stuff and i feel like season 3 was is it's, it hit at a time where i was forced to talk about a lot of conspiracies so i'd yeah. love to have you back on and, oh, thank and you. talk Appreciate uh, talk it. about um you know something like in regards to the paranormal and, or just strictly talk about ufo's and aliens and not i mean i've
3: always loved the paranormal stuff it's just a lot of paranormal is starting to become normal which is not good
0: yeah not good not good at all well max thank you for joining the say what again billy podcast i'd love to have you on again sometime so we'll be in touch and thank you for your time 40 minutes that's crazy right
3: (laughs) and i said i didn't think i could talk enough for for 10 well
0: i warned you'd be like talking on the phone to your friend but thank you for thanks for coming on
3: and we'll have you on again thank you god bless have a good one